What's good, everyone? This is Cheats, and we are coming back to back. Yes, our second episode of Top Billing. It's our brand new podcast. We debuted yesterday with Mayor LeVar Stoney. Today's guest is the executive director of the Coalition Theater, my main man, Matt Newman. Matt and I talk about the Coalition Theater, a little bit of the history, but we also talk about the second best comedy fest, which is happening right now. Uh, Friday night, Saturday night, you can still get tickets to see and hear some of the best improvers from around the country right here in Richmond, Virginia. So we're going to get into all of that. Again, I have to say, and I love saying this, this show is sponsored and bought to you by absolutely no one. Again, we haven't got a sponsor yet, but if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, Top Billing, uh, email us at thecheatsmovement at gmail.com. No sponsor, but we still have an announcement. The announcement is June 23rd. Mark your calendars for June 23rd. The Cheats Movement podcast, along with Trigger System, is bringing Odyssey to Strange Matter. Odyssey out of Washington, D.C. is one of the best hip-hop artists, one of the best hip-hop lyricists uh, in the game right now. He's coming to town. Also on the bill is Isa Leo uh, out of Richmond, ATI out of Virginia Beach. It's going to be one of the best shows of the year. You can buy tickets on TicketFly.com. Just search Odyssey at Strange Matter. That's June 23rd. It's a Friday night. Buy your tickets. Rock with the Cheats Movement podcast. It's going to be a great, great time. Uh, And we're going to get into this interview with Matt Newman of the Coalition Theater. Check it out. So I'm very excited to be joined by the executive director of the Coalition Theater, I would say at this point a long-time friend, a very long-time friend, yeah. uh, my good buddy Matt Newman. Matt, what's going on? Not too much. Uh, thanks for having me. Fun fact, we're going to talk about the second best comedy fest. Yeah, actually, is, I realize now I said there's not much going on. There's actually a ton going on. There's a ton on. going on. There's a <laughs> ton going on. It's sort of like a default, like, oh, you know. But before, right. look, before we go too far into yeah. this, uh, the fun fact I was going to say was... Uh, you, I think, were the coach of my very first improv class, right? Yes, that's true. I, right? taught, I taught that class. And that was back, it had to be back in 2010, 2011, yeah, around was, that time. That was back, I think, when we were still doing classes at Artworks. Yes, it was that at was, Artworks. That was before we even had our um, own space for classes. So those were the very first classes we were doing. And I will tell you, for people that don't know, it was a star-studded class. <laughs> or one around that time. That's right, that's because right. Because... Was Juan Condi in our class? Juan Condi was in that class. Channel, yeah, Channel 8 news anchor Juan Condi yeah. was in our class. Yeah. Uh, our, at the time, I didn't have a blog. RVA Playlist was in our class. That's right, Andrew. Andrew. was in our class. Yeah, Andrew was uh, in there. Christelle was in our class, uh-huh. I want to say. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I remember this. You, you've taught so many classes, you may not remember this. No, I remember that. But Especially it was, those, those early days. Those stick a little bit more. I mean, I haven't really, um, since you know, the kind of managerial stuff... Uh, for the theater space has taken off. I haven't been teaching quite as much, but yeah, especially those early days. Like I remember those. Those, those were fun classes, classes for sure. Oh yeah. And I would, yeah. you know, probably indirectly responsible for everything that Sheets Movement's done. Oh well, that's very because nice they're like, say. you know, I saw all of those cool, like those people doing cool stuff, and I was like, I'm just here taking yeah. classes. <laughs> that's very. I don't know that's, anything. That's kind of you to say. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how true that is. I think I, you know we're gonna go with that. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna I'll go take, with that. I'll take as much credit as you'll give me for sure. And uh, but we are here in the. Uh, Coalition Theater, the mm-hmm. theater space 
uh, on Broad Street in the Arts District. That's I hate to say that it's like new because it's not new anymore. I no. feel like it's new. This is actually an interesting um, kind of milestone for us. So this is the year four in the space. God, four years. Four years, Jeez. which is also, and the group's been around for eight, which means that we have been in this space as long as we were not in it. Like so, right. so from when we like started, this is, this is you've been in here longer than yeah, anywhere this, else. This is it. So this is from when we started till when we got the space until when we opened has been the same amount of time from wow. when we opened till now, which is a weird. Um, it doesn't quite feel that way. It felt like it took a lot longer to get to this point than it did now, but like the same amount of time. It's just a weird yeah. kind of milestone yeah. birthday. And again, there's still, to me, like I said, uh, you guys do shows here every week, like yeah. multiple shows, several days a week. We do, yeah. But first, I, yeah, I, still get, I still remember, like we're saying, those first art classes. I still remember mm -hmm. all of the Gallery 5 shows. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it still feels like there's an air of newness. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and we're still definitely... Um, you know, trying to keep all of the programming at the theater really fresh and experimental, and we haven't really, except for maybe the Saturday at 8 o'clock show, that's kind of like the flagship, like if you want to come see some house teams, get a, <clears throat> get a sense for what improv is all about, um, those kind of Saturday at 8 shows um, are really, you know, have been consistently that thing. Fridays at 8, we've tried to keep rotating on this kind of eight-week run mm -hmm. basis so that um, every eight weeks there's kind of a new uh, running show there. And, yeah, I think part of the reason that it still feels new is that we've tried to really consciously keep the kind of things that we're doing on stage new and changing and rotating. And so, sure. you, you um, I mean, it's improv anyway, so you never see the same show twice, but even for the formats that we're doing or the concept behind the show, we're trying to keep that changing and moving all the time too. So how many house shows before we, before we get into the fest, which we sure. will, I promise, but yeah. how many house shows do we have running now that are like coalition theater house shows? Yeah, so we've got, um, okay, well it depends on, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, we, we do, uh, every week we do, um, oh man, one, two, three, four, five. We do six shows a week. Okay. Um, four at eight o'clock Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we do two 10 o'clock shows Friday and Saturday. Okay. So the Thursday shows kind of rotate throughout the month. So we do a show there. Um, the Thursday shows are a lot about kind of the community of the theater and getting some, some chance for people to get up and get in front of an audience, particularly the students. We try and create an outlet for them to, to try out shows for our house team performers, for them to kind of get up and try out ideas. Um, and we've sort of learned that if what we want is to kind of foster the creativity of the performers in the community, that we have to make space for that too. Mm -hmm. We can't just tell people, create the show and then lock everybody out and not give them an audience. Like we have to create the space where they can try things out and... Um, get up on stage and, and actually do that. So that's Thursdays are really what that's about. There's a show called The Lab that we do on Thursdays. That's like 15 minutes of get up and you just get 15 minutes of time to do whatever <laughs> you want. Uh, it's kind of like an open mic. But it's definitely improv. Is it improv or is yeah. it more open mic? It's improv. Okay, uh, okay. So we kind of structure it like you would like a stand-up open mic. Okay. So a stand-up open mic, you just get five minutes and you yeah, do yeah. whatever material. So this is kind of the same thing, but some of the ideas take a little longer. 
uh, to dig into. We do like a kind of long form jam night uh, called The Mixer, and then we do a short form jam called Jambalaya, and those are all Thursday shows. Okay. Then Fridays, we do a Friday uh, run for eight weeks, and then we try and pair that with uh, a kind of short run on Fridays at 10. And so that's kind of been like the, there's the eight-week run, and then there's kind of two different runs that happen underneath that. Um, so this past eight weeks was uh, an improvised reality dating show where <laughs> in the first episode, it's like The Bachelor, but in the first episode, uh, The Bachelor gets killed and the rest of the show is just all of the women living in the house and doing the challenges. So um, it was this, it was this great, great show. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds yeah. like a great guy. Um, and then the late, the late shows that are now going to become the next eight-week run, one of the late shows during that was this thing called uh, the, Krem- the Kremlin Game Broadcast, which is like a short-form show, like heavily structured short-form improv that's like competitive, and the host hosts the show she's fluent in russian and she hosts the show entirely in russian uh, and it's just like there's these kind of bizarre like punishments if you lose the scene or you get these rewards and stuff i did the show one time and i wound up like handcuffed to the to Bo cribs who was nice. we were we were the team um so yeah that show is is bizarre and super fun and very high energy um and that's going to be the next eight week run so we kind of have this we've as we've been going, created these kind of paths of like trying ideas out, and then as they get more proven, they get more time. So okay. we sort of like Thursdays are sort of the newest ideas, and then Sundays, uh, that's anchored by one of our house teams to kind of give that show some consistency. But the openers to that get like 30 minutes to kind of do, try an idea out, or 45 minutes. We screened um, a web series that somebody filmed, and right. so we're trying to like create some space for that. And then once those ideas kind of come together a little bit more they'll get you know a four-week run and then that becomes an eight-week run and so we're kind of trying to create this path where the best ideas can kind of pro- get proven and refined and and get more time so is that more like in the in the past i remember kind of uh shows having there's the you know, coalition theater shows having some themes whether they were like the mm-hmm. craigslist thing or the yeah Richmond famous do those still hold or is it more mm-hmm. like the new kind of it is but um yeah, and so I think part of the part of what we're doing is like that those ideas are getting kind of more and more nuanced and complex. And so instead of like um we're just going to go through so, like Craigslist and or put on somebody's music and then that's the show, the ideas now <laughs> Which are, by the way, not, not yeah. that those were actually some of the best shows oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, they I mean, weren't we, bad shows. No, no, no. By any means. Yeah, really, we no, still really yeah, we still absolutely do those shows. Um we do a show where people read their diaries out. <laughs> um, like from middle school and high school, and then we do we do scenes based off of the um, uh, the diaries. Um, so there's those shows, and then there's just kind of like more pure like those sets kind of more live on Saturdays now, where we've got mm. the house teams. They kind of do their sets, and then the late night shows are normally anchored by some more senior teams, smaller teams. Um, so like. Me and David and um, a couple other folks play once a week. Um, Mega Power is still playing. They play once a month, or I'm sorry, not once a once, once a week, once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of like those shows kind of rotate out. So yeah, we're still trying to be nimble in what we sure. do on stage and kind of um, follow. One of the things that you know when we first opened, we were like, oh, what's the, like, what's the the philosophy of the theater, or what's the um, 
you know, what's the kind of brand of the theater in terms of the show that we do? And we kind of don't, we didn't know then, and we still kind of don't know now, but the, the one way to definitely find out is to continue to kind of allow space for people to try ideas out. And so we're kind of getting a little bit more of an idea of the kind of shows that, um, you're like, oh, well, that's a, that's a coalition show. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what does that mean, and what does it look like? And we're still sort of fitting that together, but it feels like there's much more of a, um, like a, a certain feel to the shows that we do um, now than there was, you know, four years ago when we first opened. So yeah, we're still, we're still feeling it out, but that's kind of the, across the schedule. So you're like, oh, how many different types of shows do you do? And it's like, well, a million. Yeah. It depends on, yeah, it's like, we're, we're always trying to bring new ideas to the forefront and, uh, learn from those and then bring that into the next, uh, the next run. We, we did a sketch show, like a short run of a sketch show over, um, uh, Valentine's Day, and that went super, super well, and right. we're going to do another one of those later on in the year. Um, but those just take a little more time to kind of get together. So, yeah, I think we're, we have, like, a, a house team troupe of, like, 60 super talented, oh, wow. very creative, like, trained comedians who have these great ideas, and part of our job, sort of, in the machinery of the theater is to just make it um, the easiest that it can possibly be for them to get those ideas on stage. So sure. to create the shortest distance between I have this cool idea for a show and here it is on the stage. Well, let's, that's a good point. Let's transition because one of the cool ideas that you guys had, and it's, it's really fitting that you said that you guys have been here four years now. Yeah. Uh, because one of the cool ideas that you had that's extremely exciting and I'm very excited about it uh, starting today and going to the weekend is the Improv Fest. Yes. So this is the second the third annual i, I want to get this right yes it's the third <laughs> annual second best comedy fest yes the it third ha- second best fest <laughs> right it happens right here yeah uh, and it's been happening because it's the third it's happened for the previous two years so this yeah. is something that you uh obviously wanted to get the theater established for a year but then you really quickly turned into the first fest and now talk to me a little bit about uh first of all let's before we go too far why is it the second best fest? <laughs> right. Uh, oh, yeah, so... Well, uh, is there a first? What do we consider uh, yeah, the first? Uh, yeah, well, it's sort of anything. You know, we were... Uh, we <laughs> All were tr- of them. Yeah, we were rotating. kind of... Um, we were trying to come up with names for the festival. We didn't want to call it the Richmond Improv Fest because, I mean, there already was a Richmond Improv Festival um, that we sort of, as many of us as performers, were a part of um, several years ago. And it just didn't feel right to us. Like, we didn't want to bear the weight of representing right. Richmond. Like, we just wanted to do the festival that we wanted to do um, and not um, not try and speak for every comedian in Richmond about doing the Richmond Comedy Festival or something like that. So we wanted to just kind of do our, our thing. Um, and, yeah, we were just kind of coming up with a bunch of different names for it, trying to figure out what we wanted to, to call it the Coalition Comedy Festival or something like that. And we're like, ah, it can be more fun than that. Um, and, yeah, there's, a, there's number one, there's a ton of festivals in Richmond. Tons. Uh, like, there's a festival every uh, Yeah, there's a festival weekend. for everything. Yeah, especially if, this time of year. Yeah, if you can imagine, uh, like, a food item, there's probably a festival for yep. it somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, there's another comedy festival here in Richmond that happens in December. That's Comedy Sports does okay. their Festivus uh, 
festival, and that's been going on for longer than, than this has. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, there's kind of other improv festivals kind of up and down. Um, like, I know there's up and down the East Coast, because you guys used East to Coast. travel all the time. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. still do, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you, do you go around with, like, signs being like, we're number two? Yeah. Like, <laughs> does that work? How does that work? Uh, uh, I don't know. It just sort of, um, we, this was one of the names that, um, I think it was Pyjor, uh was the first one to suggest this. And it's just kind of funny, you know? I just, it's just kind of, like, people see it, and it's like a little bit of a joke. It's a little bit self-deprecating and self, self-demeaning, which is always pretty funny. Um, and I think it just allows us to kind of have this position of just um, not trying to be the, you know, the everything festival to everyone. Sure. It's just, you know, this is... So you may not know this, but if you go, so so obviously we're in the NBA Finals time, and so there's there's always talk about like the NBA draft. Sure. If you go through a list of like overall number two picks, okay, there is some there's some really craziness there, and that makes that makes it like I don't think we give enough highlight to number two, if you will. Uh huh. But like, (laughs) but like you may not like the most famous uh, is. Like number two pick in like the '80s was Sam Bowie, and then do you realize okay. who number three was? I don't. Michael Jordan. Oh really? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't so really, it was like uh, I don't follow a, a lot of NBA draft. I'm, was, I'm getting so, some education well, now. I like yeah, that. So get this. This is really funny too. This just I was just thinking about this. LeBron James was the number one overall pick. Yeah, I, I did know that. Like Carmelo Anthony was the number three overall pick in the okay. same draft year. Okay. Do you know yeah. who number two was? I don't. Guy named Darko Milicic. <laughs> so I just, like, I just thought about this while you're going through. Like number two oh, may course. work. I'm sure there's some great. We got to look at some great number twos. I got to figure this out. Yeah. Like maybe some. But I think this is gonna bowl yeah. well. This, these, these picks will bowl well for. Yeah, it's true. It's true. There's kind of that kind of, and then there's also, um, there's like a, like childish number two joke that you can always make, which is, you know, if you can do that as a comedian, you're. Whenever you can make a yeah, poop yeah. joke, yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta go. Poop for jump it. comes. <laughs> poop jump. Poop jumps are great. Yeah. Um, but no. So so. Let's talk. Talk to me about how the festival has evolved because yeah. in, in, in from year one to now, and this is year three. Yeah. Um, what, like what? What have we? What have you learned putting on this festival? Mm-hmm. And then obviously tell us a little bit about uh, just kind of. How many how many people are coming in? How many people from Richmond perform? Like, we're just tell me all you can. Give me the dump on the okay. festival for people that uh, are interested in checking it out this weekend. Yeah. So um, this year, so when we first started, uh, we actually had a, a couple conversations with other people who do festivals uh, in their own cities kind of around. Uh, particularly, a guy named Chris True, who's coming again this year. He runs the New Movement Theater in New Orleans and Austin. Uh, so he's open two theaters. They do festivals all the time there. Um, and he tours to other places. He's a really fantastic resource for it. And then um, in Charleston, a theater called Theater 99. Um, uh, Greg and Brandy down there were really, really generous with their time, um, just sort of telling us how their festivals run. So sort of from the business side, from the operations side, administratively, uh, we had been to these festivals, and we've been but, to a ton more than that, too. Um, and there were things that, as performers, we really enjoyed, stuff that we were like, oh, we're never doing that at our festival. We really want it to be this different in this way or the same in this way. Um, and then it was really fascinating to hear from the folks, and they were just very um, upfront with their time about how they do it, like how they make ends meet to 
like produce a festival like that. And every single person was like, start small, start as small as you can, um, because there's stuff that you are never going to even imagine that you need to learn, and you can't stack too much of that stuff up. So like, the first year it was one weekend and one venue, mm-hmm. which is the, here at the theater. So we did, we just did a bunch of different shows here at the theater, and we invited a bunch of people that we knew kind of from the festival circuit. We didn't have submissions. We didn't, you know, we kept it as, as simple as we possibly could to feature a lot of acts of, you know, people that we knew that we had met at other festivals. Um, and it was great. It was fantastic. So, and we also learned a ton that year about staffing and, you know, all this other stuff. So, uh, last year we were like, okay, I think we're ready to add a venue, you know, so one weekend at two different venues. Um, and then that turned into three-ish. Uh, so, and that's what we're doing again this year. So we're trying to, because the festival in Charleston has been going on for like almost, I think they just had 15 years. Oh, wow. uh, and then there's a oh. festival in Chapel Hill that's been going on for about the same amount of time. Right. The uh, North Carolina Comedy Arts Festival, NCCAF. Uh, and there are these really long running festivals that we wanted to have that kind of we want for this to be going on for a while. We want to be able to continue to do this. Um, and growing slowly and steadily is sort of what uh, every single person we talk to recommended that we do. So that's what we're doing. So we are not, you know, if you compare the like numbers-wise to last year, it actually looks pretty similar. It's the same venues, it's mm-hmm. the same number of shows, it's around the same number what are, of acts. What are the venues and what are the shows? Yeah, so um, here... Uh, at Coalition, um, the Basement Theater, which is Theater Lab's venue over at 3rd Street, 3rd and Broad, and then the kind of festival ender show, like our big closing show is at Gallery 5, which is great kind of like homecoming thing since we were there for several years before we got our own space. Um, And so those are the venues this year. Um, Thursday, we're just doing shows here at the theater. Thursday, Friday, there's three shows here, three shows at the basement. Uh, Saturday, we've got two shows here, two shows at the basement, and then the final show at Gallery 5. And there are just about 30 acts coming in from out of town. Oh, wow. Um, How exciting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, from L.A., from Chicago, from New York, from uh, Baltimore, D.C., Raleigh, Pittsburgh, Philly. I'm trying to remember New Orleans. And all all, all of these, like, how do they hear about the festival now? Are they submission based now? And yes, so we did change to quite a bit. Yeah, so we started doing submissions for the festival, and um, I mean, we have we're very lucky to uh, like you go to some other festivals and the crowd is just full of other the other improvisers there for the festival. Um, and we're very lucky here in the, in the city from what we've seen the past couple of years is that our audiences tend to be a lot of people from Richmond that come out and support, uh, like normal people. Because <laughs> it's got to be hard. Like, it's I hate just, to say it that because there's stuff that's funny. Like if you're a comedian, yeah. you watch another comedian or you're an improver, mm-hmm. watch another improver. You're like, meanwhile, you're thinking, oh, that was really good. or That was funny. And then there's part of it's like. I mean, I've gone. I'm gonna go this way with this. Joke. It's just a different. Yeah, it's a different crowd. It's a different right. kind of thing. You wind up doing different stuff. Um, but yeah, for just a 
we're very lucky to have that. Yeah, that doesn't happen so, in Richmond. Quite a few of the fan, like just all, general audience yeah, Richmonders like, fans, Richmonders who enjoy the Coalition yeah. Theater every. Yeah, yeah and I think um, you know, there's you know, we kind of joke about the amount of festivals and stuff, but there's like a a kind of hunger to support that kind of stuff in the city too, sure. which is great. Um, so you know, I only make fun of it to the point where uh, I still want everybody to please come. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> no, 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 it's just uh, definitely worth it. But. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it, there's also a great kind of network of support from other theaters in other cities. Right. So at this point, there's been this kind of great um, diaspora of acts from, uh, you know, what in, you know, maybe in the 90s, even 80s, 90s, were just kind of New York and Chicago and L.A., um, folks who kind of went through programs there and then moved back to their hometowns or, you know, even in comedy sports here, there were people that kind of got bitten by um, the bug and comedy sports started in 95. There were acts, you know, short form uh, improv going on at like Ashland Coffee and Tea in sure. like 90, you know. Um, so it's been happening for, for a while and those scenes and that, that story has repeated itself in basically any small, medium-sized city around the U.S. So... Um, most cities have some kind of scene or some kind of theater or some kind of something going on. So, and and it seems very um, uh, collegial. If it, I mean, it, it yeah. seems like it's not like <laughs> it's not like the East Coast West Coast rap battle. No, like <laughs> I don't want to see this scene from Charleston ever. Yeah, like yeah. it seems like everyone gets along, or even within Richmond. I know you mentioned a couple times comedy sports. Oh yeah, uh, and it seems like uh, you guys have a wonderful. It's not like like you know a radio station battle where it's like yeah. don't listen to this station listen to ours uh, yeah it seems yeah. like it's very uh, like the whole community seems like they support each other yeah well, well that's a huge tenet of doing improv in general and i think that you know because we've built a business on that type of performance that just kind of bleeds out into mm -hmm. how we run things and how they run things and how we sort of communicate each other with each other and you know support is a huge part of do, being able to do a show um from nothing uh and so that sort of bleeds out into it but we find the acts that way too it's like mm -hmm. will we know um fit the philly improv theater arcade comedy in pittsburgh we know you know some folks from improv boston we know some folks from just different theaters sure. that we can send a message out and be like hey send out this submission form in your community and like um you know Anybody who wants to, to come, we'd love to have them. And that's generally how we get the most... Um, yeah, Submission-wise. Submission-wise yeah, is yeah. to just reach out to friends that we have in those different cities and those different communities. And, and <laughs> I, I chuckle because... I kind of knew, I know you and I know a lot of people at the Coalition Theater. And they like you're saying, they're very true. They're very like encouraging, supporting. Like <laughs> I'm trying to figure out now, what does it take for you not to get selected? <laughs> There was a, are there submissions oh, when you yeah. look at it and you're just like, this is this just isn't going to work? Because also, even if it's like not ha-ha funny, I can see you being like, oh, it's different. It, it could, yeah. it's creativity. Yeah, That's yeah. It's funny. I think, um, well, and the biggest thing that we have that we can't submit or that we can't take everybody who submits is just the the limitation that we place on ourselves on the schedule. So there's right, only, right. There's like only there's so many slots and we got um, like two and a half times as many submissions as we wow, had slots this great. year, that's which great. is awesome. But yeah, we, um, it's very, it feels 
weird to tell people no, <laughs> you know, yeah. because it is this kind of like, uh, you want to be able to support and like show people what's going on with the kind of performance that we do in other cities and like how is it different sure. from how they do it over here and like we want to bring a lot of that flavor in from other places but yeah we, we couldn't take it and so we had to send these emails that are like you know <laughs> thank you but it's like a date you're yeah, breaking up with this like, person we regret to inform you blah 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 you know and that was That's um, uh, that was rough but uh, and there's also something about I mean you have to see it live right like sure. so any I think it is very very difficult Oh, you mean to see the submission? To watch of it, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. To watch an improv show, like a long-form improv show on tape, it's hard. Like it's yeah. hard to do it and have it be really good. It's hard. Like no one has been able to figure out how to do it on TV, for example. You know, like UCB has tried yeah. to do like ASCAT as a TV show. When you watch an episode of um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, like the episode itself is like 22 minutes, but they were doing improv for like four and a half hours, hours to get that, and yeah, then they yeah. cut it down. It's just a it's a different experience to yeah. watch it filmed, and so you wind up watching all this stuff that it's like, and it's like submission after submission after submission. That's yeah, that's gonna be tough. And so it's um, by the end of it, you're just like, man, so I never want to see another improv show. Everyone, you know, but well, with that said, tell me some of the acts that you're excited uh, yeah. to, that, that are coming to Richmond. Are there some first-timers mm-hmm. that you're excited about or just people that yeah. have been here from out of town? And then also talk to me about, because it's not just the shows, there's some trainings and some workshops. Yeah, there's some workshops going on, too. Yeah. Um, so I'd say the, the folks that we're most excited about having in, um, there's a team, Greg and Holly from L.A., um, and when I was, I lived in Chicago for a little bit, and when I was in Chicago, they were like, Greg and Holly were like the big deal in Chicago, and then they moved out to LA, which is kind of a migration that happens every few years as a bunch of people leave and like go out for pilot season and try to get into writers' rooms and like make it. Sure. Um, so they're out there in LA now. Uh, Greg is the founder of a um, group called Improvised Shakespeare, which has gotten a lot of press. They actually did a show with um, Patrick Stewart. Oh, oh. Um, they're not bringing Improvised Shakespeare here, but like he's kind of part of this sure. uh, that community. Um, so they're doing a, a two-person show. Um, Holly's been in Second City and a bunch of the IO West and some really killer stuff. Um, and then there's another team uh, called Cold War. It's Alex Marino and Bianca Kazuzol. Uh I think I'm pronouncing your name right. Actually, I'm almost sure I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, they're coming down from New York. They're at a theater called the Magnet Theater. Alex used to write for The Daily Show. Um, Bianca is a performer and uh, you know upper teacher at the Magnet. Um, Chris True is coming through uh, from New Orleans, uh, and he's been at the festival every single year. Uh, those are the folks that are also teaching workshops. So we're doing workshops on uh, you know trying to relax and have fun in your scenes, playing game in your scenes. Uh, Alex is doing like an doing improv and writing sketch based off of your improv, and so he's doing kind of a writing workshop. Uh, Chris, who is, he's founded two theaters, he's toured the country multiple cool. times. Um, if you remember the Air Sex show, that's, yep. that's Chris. Um, he's got this like kind of sports marketing thing that he's been doing mm. with the Pelicans and with the Baby Cakes, you know, that minor <laughs> league team, the Baby Cakes, that new this year in New Orleans. Um, and so he's talking, he's doing like kind of a, like a 
panel discussion thing that he's leading about the business of improv oh, and wow. like you know so hopefully folks can take that back to their cities or you know um learn a little bit more about how to do you know tour and not go broke and that kind of stuff um so trying to give that information out and kind of have those discussions as well which we've seen and heard are, are good things so yeah there's kind of the performance end of it and then there's also we have these great people coming in to town who have this kind of wealth of knowledge and are kind of senior performers in their communities coming in and uh you know we're trying to get as much of that for ourselves oh exciting um, uh as we can too so yeah they'll, they'll be doing shows we'll be doing workshops um there's also some great uh teams some new york teams that are coming down my mama's biscuits is great <laughs> they're coming down uh the future is female is a great team that's coming down from new york um god who else uh, well, here one we are. Thing we, we can, can say, pull it up, One thing we can say is that it's all on the website. It is all on the website. And you can look at it at secondbestfest.com. Yes, two, so you can the see number two ND bestfest.com. Like all the schedule, tickets, all the workshops, the whole thing. all the things. Before yeah. we get you out of here, Matt, right. um, one thing you didn't mention, you did not mention as of yet, but I know at any festival takes place. There's got to be some type of like epic partying. Is oh, there yeah. some like Saturday Night Live post episode parties? Yes. And there's got to be some great stories from. So now, not, not we don't know what's going to happen this year. Right. But if we look, you got sixty plus. I don't know how many improvers in one place. It's true. Shows are done. It'll be more than a hundred if you more, count if you count the right. folks from Richmond. We got like a hundred people just coming in from out of town. So drinks are flowing now. I understand you and I both were both married men, so you can't say anything that's completely out of out of hand. <laughs> sure, sure. But if we harken back through the first two years, is there an epic post party story? Like I, uh, I'm always jealous of like oh yeah, and then Prince came on stage and Jimmy Fallon's <laughs> out. Like and I'm assuming this is what happens at uh, the end of any type of. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been I've been at festivals where it's both, where it's like sometimes um, I went to, we went to one fest. This was a, a North Carolina fest. It happened to be um, they do it in the winter, like February, and it happened to be the Winter Olympics, and it was everybody in the bar watching curling and chant, like creating chants for each other. So it was like nerdy and boring right you know but <laughs> so, it's, it's, there's some stuff still, like there's that some laughter it was there. fun but um yeah for the most part um it's the sense of kind of the broader uh you know we just feel part of a kind of broader movement in terms of live performance in terms of comedy in terms of what we do um the last show so the gallery five show is not just at gallery five which is great kind of given our history in the city but is also um an all-star show. So we take one person from each. This is kind of like the okay. big, the big par- the show. That's yeah, yeah. The big party show is the uh, we take kind of one person from a bunch of different groups um, that are visiting, and we create this kind of Voltron team of a bunch of different people who've never played together before, probably will never play together again, um, and do a set together. That's fun. and it's it's great to see people like we are in totally different cities doing totally different kinds of performances, but we have enough of a shared sense of what we're doing to do a really funny show. That's great. Um, and so those shows are always really, they're loose and they're kind of like cluster clusters, but like it's, uh, it's also super, super fun. 
and then yeah, so the, the after parties this year, we're going to Champion Brewing after uh, the shows on Friday. We're going to Vagabond after the shows on Saturday. Um, and yeah, generally some sort of um, singing and dancing uh, <laughs> Something takes breaks place. out. Yeah, somebody has to be asked to get off of a table they're not supposed to be on right. or, you know, like, yeah. um, it generally, yeah, but we don't have the kind of thing where it's like, um, yet, <laughs> where, uh, where, yeah, it's like, these legendary, yeah, where it's like, ladies uh, and gentlemen, Dave uh, Chappelle, yeah, or whatever, you know, <laughs> does that, does that, so, um, I was really jealous, I was reading a, I was really jealous about, I don't know if I was hearing an interview or I was reading an article, I think, no, I was actually, I was actually I was listening to another podcast, mm-hmm. to be honest, and it was, um, uh, a pretty famous comedian was talking about, actually it was, um, uh, Aziz Ansari yeah. was doing a podcast, and it was actually a really fascinating podcast, because he was talking about um, going into kind of uh, a comedy special. And yeah. you don't have, he was saying, like, you don't have any material. And he's like, he's talking to all of his friends that are now bigwigs in, the, mm-hmm. in this type of sphere. And he was like, they were always like, well, you just got to hit the stage. You got to go to these places and hit the stage. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, he was telling the story. And long story short was, um, at the time, it was just a handful of folks that were, I don't know, Netflix is buying all of them up. There's a handful of folks that were going to doing these open mics. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, these drop-ins. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he was saying at a given time in New York, there was like one day in particular where he was quote unquote doing a drop in, and apparently you have to earn this right. Like not yeah. not everyone can just come. You can't in just and show bump, up and drop yeah, in. Yeah. But but certain people can, yeah. especially in New oh, York yeah. City. Oh yeah. And so he goes this particular night. It was like I don't know what it was, but like can you imagine as a fan? going to buy a ticket to just see like open my comedy maybe there's a guy on there you've heard of but not yeah but this particular night the drop-ins were uh i'm sorry louis ck uh-huh. chris rock and jerry seinfeld yeah, yeah. and so uh, and he was like they really wrote a story about like, this uh, like night uh-huh. of drop-ins but I, I always think um i had a buddy out in la who had the same thing where like he was at a, it was, um all of a sudden he was out at, um, you know, I forget what place it was, but it was like uh, Chelsea Handler, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Jeez. somebody else. And, like, they just all were, were sort of showing up. Yeah, they were just, like, um, working on stuff. Doing sets, and, the, yeah, working on their... Working, but, yeah, I think there was, um, like, everybody was getting ready for a Netflix special, too. But, yeah, that's sort of, um, like, every episode of Louie... Where he's like up up at the comedy cellar. Yeah. Um, those are normally like like oh hey can you know do you mind if I drop in like that kind of you know you got to check in with somebody to let them know you're there. But yeah. so who so so now obviously <laughs> I, I bring this back to here. Sure, sure. And improv shows. There's right. not like I mean because obviously it's it's kind of different genres and so forth. And you have set shows. Uh huh. But are there are there times when you're like, man, this this person's in the audience, or I can't believe we pulled this off. I know there's been a couple of either Richmond Famouses or yeah, um, the book, like the, the RV tonight, the RV tonight show where you're like, I can't believe this guy. Was I get that. Through. Yeah, I get that sense mostly with the RV tonight shows, and we actually um, we have an anniversary show, so we're going to be at the Bird again on the thirtieth. Uh, we're renting out the Bird Theater. We're going to do a. Um, here's an exclusive. Oh, uh, we're breaking news. This is a we're breaking news. This is a cheats exclusive. I, I don't even. Where's the flex bomb? Yeah, I was going to say. Like, yeah. I did my DJ more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, 
uh, Bo might get mad that I'm telling people this. Don't worry, Bo, but me and Bo are good money. That's right. <laughs> good money. But uh, yeah, the, the th we're going to do kind of like a, like a beach theme, like a beach bingo party themed show on the 30th. It's going to be kind of like a summer, summer RV night party thing um, at the Bird. But yeah, I get that sense mostly then when like, um, I mean, the show when we had the governor on was, <laughs> was bonkers. Um, you know, we'll get, uh, God, we had, what was, who was the musical guest that we got this one time? Um, oh, Natalie Prass we had on. That was, uh, that was the same show we had on LeVar. Um, that was crazy. Yeah, and like the first time we were at the Bird Theater, I remember looking around because like I've, I had never been, or well, I'd been on stage there once uh, during the day for a, for a different festival show. But just to kind of be up on that stage, like doing our show in front of a huge crowd, right. um, you know, Friday night, it was the sense of being there in that space was incredible. I get that same sense, like watching student shows here. Um, but yeah, in terms of people like famous people that you might recognize that are gonna come by, no, it's like, I mean, not even just famous yeah, people, not, because, like, like they're, but they're, they're, like, like, are there, like, improv uh, folks where it's, like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm in, hey, I'm in town Saturday night, and, like, from, like you said, from Charleston or L.A. or New mm -hmm. Orleans or something like that. Usually, they're probably doing their own shows. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. probably really working, but I always, I always get the sense that uh, if you're on travel, you just be like, hey, I'm just going to pop in here. Yeah, I really, that is a, a goal for us. That'd be fun. Is to, you know, especially when folks come through, like, um, Aziz was touring before that, especially he was at, you know, the Landmark or someplace. It would be great for us to start to have the kind of like, oh, you got to drive by this little club and right, check right, it right. out, you know. Um, that kind of that kind of vibe. I think we're well, I know, think, continuing I, to earn that. I think sure. things like this festival and having it running now for the third year is a great, great start. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're gonna there. wrap up, but right. this is it's this will air. I'm gonna probably try to drop it tonight because the festival starts tonight. Yeah. And um, so tonight is a lot of the best. Yeah, tonight. Um, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. So, we'll, so tonight we're doing a lot of indie acts. From Richmond, folks that aren't necessarily house teams, and then we have yeah, all the guests start. Um, we have one like wrestling themed team coming from Norfolk tonight, um, <laughs> and then we've got uh, yeah the the sort of larger bunch of people coming through town um, starts tomorrow. So, awesome. Well, yeah. so please check the website, and when you're in, if you're here on a weekend or even Thursday through Sunday, make sure you check out the wonderful space at the Coalition Theater. They've got shows running all the time. You'll see my buddy Matt Newman. Thanks, Matt, for the time. Thank you. And uh, we will uh, be back next time. This is an episode of Top Billing. I'm your host, Cheats.